everybody, and welcome to The Buzz, the Times Entertainment Podcast. We're your hosts, Megan Miller and Scott Tatey, ready to talk some entertainment. Like you, listeners, uh, big fans of entertainment, always looking at the concert schedule, see what's coming up, and, uh, you know, August is going to go out quietly. we still got a bunch of good shows here. Uh, Thursday, Gavin DeGraw, Carnegie Homestead Music Hall in Munn Hall. They're really playing up the fact this is going to be an intimate show. I keep seeing the word intimate. I guess he's really... I don't know if he's stripped down, unplugged, or what, but uh, what are your thoughts there? You've seen Gavin before. I haven't, actually. Have I? He was at the Peterson Events Center. Or he was at the Starry Night, too. Oh, the first or second. I, I yes. yeah, yeah, I missed. You know, he was at the first year. You saw him. I didn't. He also opened for Billy Joel one year. And you saw that, and I didn't. Yes. So, okay. yeah. So, I have not. Uh, way to rub that in. No. <laughs> uh, I have not seen him, but I guess... I would assume all of his shows are stripped down, <laughs> yes. and I don't even—I don't mean that in a rude way, but like he's like a one man. I imagine he's very—I would imagine he's like Andrew McMahon light, or Jason Mraz light, maybe. Yeah, that's what I would kind of picture. But he'd be like jamming on the piano and then move around a little bit. So I would just assume that the intimate is implied, but it's not. So I am curious if it's going to be, you know, stripped down. Is it going to be acoustic? Is it going to be just him? But I'm intrigued because he he has a pretty good catalog. And the shows I did see him at, he made a point of running deep into the audience, even though he was the opening act. So uh, you got to wonder what he's going to do as a headliner. Then again, Mun Hall, there's not a lot of room for artists to run. Although so. Matt Nathanson did. That is true. So if Matt can do it, yeah. So And he even went up into the um, balcony too. So yeah, I'm curious. But yeah, that should be... I feel like they announced it so long ago, and it's weird that it's actually here. Yeah, yeah, so, it's one of those. I, I would say the same thing for the show Friday, Key Bank Pavilion, Kings of Leon. It seems like it was early this year, in January, February, we first talked about that. Yeah, and I remember we were when we were um, writing our concert preview of like the must-hear songs of the summer, you know, Kings of Leon was dangling on that list. I can't remember if they actually made the cut or not, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering. Here's the thing: when they first came out, I, they had a raw, more more garagey kind of sound. That I was a big fan of the early albums, and they kind of went pretty commercial. A little and, too and mainstream. I, they did for me, and, and I lost some interest. So now I'm somewhere in between. I, I'm I want to hear what the new material's like and uh, make a judgment. Of, it ought to be interesting, but uh, I, I did like them a little bit earlier when they were more of a scrappy kind of band and not uh, singing big, huge Live Nation radio station hits. Yeah, I could see that, and you can get your chance on Friday at Key Bank to see what they're what they're up to, and then bringing it back to Beaver County um, next or uh, this weekend is the Regatta. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The, the big deal this year: two nights of fireworks. Oh, anyone can have fireworks one night. They're they're doing it Saturday and Sunday. Uh, all the all the attractions you'd expect. There's the drag boat races. There's the anything that floats contest. The lighted boat parade uh, starts at Kelly's uh, Riverside Saloon in Bridgewater. Musically, Eldorado Band is Saturday. The Brighton Boys. Oh, were the Brighton Boys there? I gotta think about that. Eldorado Band Saturday. I, I know that for a fact. Oh, you know who the band is Sunday? They're called This, That, and the Other. And here's the novelty: it's a husband, wife, and their son. Oh, I like that. Kind of a, kind of a mini partridge family there. Yeah, I, I, I like the name too. This, that, and the other. I haven't had a chance to check them out. Uh, I, I mean, besides their Facebook page, so. Curious what that would be like. It seems uh, there's a picture of them performing. It looks like they're in a parking garage in Pittsburgh or something. They must have done some outdoor show last summer or something. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I like to see when they bring in someone that we've not seen before. You know, it's, it's a good reach. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's good for both 
the performer because they're playing for an audience that may have never seen them. And it's cool for the audience, too. It's like, oh, somebody different that, you know, we haven't heard of before that may have not played Beaver County, yeah. you know, at all or much. To clarify, yeah, Brighton Boys are not playing this year's regard. They did, they last, did last year. year they yeah. They were last weekend's San Rocco Festa, so... They're all starting to, all these festivals are yeah, I like hitting that, at once. I like that we have so many festivals to choose from, but it's, I like need a chart kind of um, yeah. keeping them all organized. And then um, Saturday, Florida Georgia Line returns to Key Bank Pavilion. With Nelly. Little, little hip hop, little country, little bro country. What do you think? Chris Lane is there too. I talked to Chris Lane last year. He opened for, I think, Rascal Flats last summer. You interviewed him right when his, hit went to, when his single went to number one. Yeah, I, I think it was like that day or something like that. So that was really cool. But yeah, um, Florida Georgia Line and Nelly have collaborated before, so that's kind of what put Florida Georgia Line on the non-country map. Yeah. I mean, country too, but I feel like that was the first time that people who weren't listening to country radio knew who they were, and that was like their big hit. So I feel like when they catapulted, they kind of catapulted across all the genres or multiple genres, and now they're like tucked safe in the country. But and as we mentioned before, a very light season country-wise, comparatively. Out at Burgettstown this year, uh, the the s- subscription series was only these three shows. Uh, in years past, it's been eight, nine or so. So I would expect a big turnout for people craving their country. Of course, Chris Stapleton was last weekend, but uh, just not a lot of country. So uh, I think on that alone, it'll be pretty close to a sellout. Yeah, because I wonder, too. Does it matter if they have anything? I don't, I'm not sure what they're, where they are, if they're promoting a record, if one just came out or what, but... Does it matter? I feel like with country, it really doesn't that much, especially since there aren't that many shows. It's a Saturday night in summer. Pre-high school football. Pre-high school, yeah. The high school football really kills the September shows, I think, a little bit. But, yeah, it's Saturday night in, you know, mid-August. Parking lots usually open, like, at 3 o'clock or something like that. So that could really be – and we didn't get Kenny Chesney this year, so there really hasn't been a – solid tailgating <laughs> opportunity so this might be it yeah florida georgia line that, that's gonna draw a party crowd uh of course we saw them at the stadium a couple years ago oh yeah uh, right before um i think they came on between um downpours didn't they yes yes so and then i'm um, to round out the week sean mendez um is at ppg paints arena another one that i feel like was announced a year ago i want to check that show out too uh, i didn't realize how young he is he's Dude's he's a like, baby. Yeah, he's, he's like young. 19, 20 or something. Uh, all I know is you listen to Sirius XM Radio, the, the top 40 station, they play him all the time. So I'm curious what he's about. He, to my knowledge, hasn't done a major show in Pittsburgh yet. He might have done he, a smaller one like Autobar, did he? Or? He opened for Taylor, didn't he? What year was that? Didn't he open for Taylor with Vance Joy and Shawn Mendes and Taylor Swift? It would have been not read uh, 1985. Oh, okay. Why did I, I forget that? 2015. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was Shawn. Because, yeah, Shawn Mendes and Vance Joy. Okay. He's not standing out in my memory. Am I Am I making that up? I think you're right. Mm. Oh, you you're never wrong. Right. I'm going to guess with you, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but I think that has been the only time he has played here. Well, he didn't leave a big impression because I was at that show and I'm, I'm having trouble remembering anything. Yeah. Because, well, that's odd because that would have been in 2015. And then they announced this last year in 16. And I remember thinking like, oh, well, he went from, he it was he was playing a stadium, but they were there to see Taylor Swift, let's be real. So. Now Vance Joy, I remember him playing a little ukulele there. Yeah. And, I'll have to look that up because I swear. I'm, I'm sure you're right. Well, 
hopefully as a headliner, he'll leave Maybe a more lasting impact. More. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll find out. But dude is young, has the hits, so uh, we'll see what it's all about. Cool. Get ready, get set, get out this weekend. Watch every Wednesday as I, Scott Tady, give you the scoop on local entertainment and help you plan how to get out this weekend. Sponsored by Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center. A new episode premieres every Wednesday at timesonline.com slash get out or watch them on our Beaver County Times Roku channel. Don't miss it. We are back at The Buzz, your entertainment podcast with Scott Tady and Megan Miller. And in the break, we had time to run to Google. And yes, you were absolutely right. Shawn Mendes was an opening act for Taylor Swift. I can't even remember that. I remember Vance Joy. I remember the year Austin Mahone opened for her and he was awful. Yeah. I remember Ed Sheeran opening for him. Loved him. Sean, I just don't remember. Yeah, I, I remember the name more than him. And I looked it up in your um, in your article, and the preview article for that, and Toronto Teen was, like, in the lead. So he was, I think, like, 16 or 17 at the time then. So, so yeah, I, you, I was starting to doubt myself, like, oh, am I confusing him with someone else? Who else up of her? Need to Breathe one year, didn't they? Or she had a- oh, my. She had... She's never had great opening acts, um, other Ed Sheeran right. aside, of course. And he was on the year that I guess was that Red. Was I, her albums are starting to run together <laughs> yeah. for me too? But um, yeah, everything has changed. Um, he had that album. Yeah, that was the Red tour, okay. and then the 1989 tour was uh, Shawn Mendes and Vance Joy. But anyway. Let's talk. That's we have clear. other t- concerts that we need to talk about that we've seen more recently than 2015. I'm going to throw something movie-wise at you first. Yes, let's. The Cinemark in Robinson is introducing this new luxury seat kind of thing. They call them uh, luxury loungers, and, and they're these, like, something you wish you had in your den. Uh, complete oversized plush chairs. You can, you know, elevate yourself. You can lean the whole way back in a way you couldn't do it on an airplane. I mean, you can almost fall asleep in these chairs. They have these new cup holders with trays that are huge. You could... Don't have to worry about spilling your popcorn on yourself anymore. And they have this new, uh, you can reserve tickets specifically like you would for an airplane or like you would for a concert. You can pick your exact seat ahead of time. You don't have to get there early and reserve a seat. Uh, I went down and did a story on it for, the, like I said, it's just the Cinemark in Robinson. But they're considering this very same upgrade for the Cinemark in Center Township. They're, they're doing it company-wide. So... Don't be surprised somewhere down the road soon, Cinemark and Center. In Beaver County. Yes. See, here's the thing. I really like that, that I can pick my seat because I'm one of those people that gets to the movie theater obnoxiously early to get my seat to make sure I have exactly where I want to sit. So I like that I can reserve it. But the downside is... I want to see who's around me when I'm picking my seat. And most of the time, I'm one of the first people in the theater. But like Beauty and the Beast, I make sure I'm not around kids. And yes, I realize it's a PG Disney movie and people or there would be children there. But I don't want a little kid kicking my chair. Although it sounds like that might have been taken out of it if there's enough room even with it reclined for people to walk by. So that I, that's a major plus, because if I get kicked in the back one more time. Um, I, t- I totally agree. If you see a pack of teenagers, maybe you know, you're making the assumption they're going to be talking in the movie, and maybe they aren't. But uh, still, I like to isolate myself when I, sit, when I pick my seat, but this way you won't be able to. Yeah, so that I don't, I don't necessarily care for, but I do like that you don't have to get there ridiculously early because even if you buy your ticket, if you go in at four o'clock for a 10 o'clock show, you still have to be in there. The seat, the ticket just guarantees a seat into the auditorium, not where. It will be easier to skip the commercials and and the trailers. And I know some people love trailers. I'm one of those people 
uh, I could do without them, really. I mean, I could see one or two, but don't give me eight in a row. Then I start losing my patience. Yeah, and I'm curious, too, because I haven't purchased uh, tickets online for movies, I don't think, ever. But um, I'm wondering if it prints out the ticket or, like, if you can take that paper to the box office like you can now. It does. It shows your, your specific seat number and row Oh, that's great, because so. I remember back in my day when I used to work at a movie theater, they still had to stand in line even if they bought their tickets. And oh. that always seemed counterproductive to me because, yeah, you were guaranteed in – but you still had to – part of the point is to jump the line. Yeah. You don't have to worry about all that, and you still have to stand in line. So I don't know. But, I mean, things have changed since, I think, 2007. So And we had a story on this in the Times last Wednesday, and there were a ton of comments. Uh, a lot of readers were giving their pros and cons of this, uh, the reserve seating and, and the plush seating. And a lot thought ticket prices are going to go up now automatically. They haven't yet at Cinemark Robinson, but there seemed to be a lot of skepticism. About, okay, you're – removing some seats to put in these bigger, more luxurious ones, and they're doing this at every single theater, every single screen. So people think the prices are going to go up. hasn't happened yet, but it'll be something to keep an eye on. I am curious about that because it is making, A, it's taking out a lot of seats, so less seats mean less ticket sales. But then also, you're making the experience better. Mm -hmm. And and I'm wondering if that's going to... turn lead to more tickets um, or higher prices or are they trying to entice people to come like you're in your living room but you have that yes. great screen and surround sound that you can't get at home yes that's so, hope so i'm wondering if that's enough to get people in that wouldn't and the cost of losing the seats is pales in comparison to that we'll see yeah so i am really excited to try it out though because i i love the seats at lowe's um, in the waterfront, yes. and now I don't have to drive as far, which is fantastic. But I like that I can like kick off my boots and like curl up like I would at home on my couch. And now you can do that. You can either these have footrests. Actually, that's what I mean. You can lay back. You can just curl because they the seats look way bigger than they did before. Because I couldn't like kind of curl up and everything before. So I'm I, I'm really excited to try it. And I test drove a few of them, so to speak, and um, they were. Quiet. They're relatively quiet because I was worried about that. What if you, all you hear is the noise of people the raising and lowering their seats? You know, but uh, they seem to have figured that out ahead of time. I'm hoping after a while the novelty will – not the novelty of the seat, but the newness of it. Because I know my dad went a few weeks ago, and he – that was the first time he saw it. And – it was, you know, interesting, and I'm sure, you know, you play around with, like, reclining and how far and everything you want to sit, but I'm imagining somebody isn't going to get the um, urge to do that halfway through a movie. Right. Like, I'm thinking it's going to be during the obnoxious commercials at the beginning, so. And speaking of obnoxious, oh, <laughs> is that fair or not? That's a good question. I went to the Nickelback show, and boy, talk about a band that people really don't like, dislike. And I, and I my review critiqued some things I, I thought they did wrong, and, and there was some. it was not uh, a flawless show by any stretch. There, there are definitely things I would have changed. But I have a hard time understanding how people get to such a level of hatred of this band that, to me, is just like a mostly harmless band. Why is that? I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't say I hate them. I make fun of them. I make fun of them the way I make fun of Justin Bieber. I think there are more... And you have I got, something against Canadians or what? No, no. Um, I love Tim Hortons. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, no, I forgot they were both Canadian, though. Great. <laughs> spread, spread some rumors, won't you? But no, and I actually got into a conversation about Justin Bieber earlier this week, making the comparison similar to Nickelback, <laughs> so it's funny. But I don't think Justin Bieber is – I think there are more talented people out there with – 
less success that people should be listening to them instead of Justin Bieber. And I feel like Nickelback's kind of the same way. Like it irks me a little. I have nothing against Nickelback. I, I think they're a little overrated. I don't I just think they're I think they're a mediocre band. I don't think they're overly gifted musically, lyrically, anything. I've seen worse. I've I didn't see them, but I've seen worse bands live. It was a mediocre concert, to be honest. I mean the the encore left something to be desired and uh yeah, you know, Chad Kroger has a voice. It's the, it's got that raspiness about it. It's a very unique voice. Once you hear a couple of seconds of it, you know who's singing it. And I always dig that. And they rock out, but uh, the lyrics are kind of abysmal. When <laughs> you read some of the lyrics, it's like, oh, yoy. That's what I mean. And then, like, you estimated, what, 10,000? Yes. So how did, like, 5,000 more people show up for that than One Republic, where Ryan Tedder is a musical genius of our time? Or the smaller crowd you saw at a show this yes. very week. And another musical genius of our time, Dashboard Confessional, Chris Caraba. I feel like we've talked about him several times on the podcast before. We've talked with him a few times Yes, on he has been on the podcast, and I highly recommend going back and reading the many preview stories we've had with him over the last few years because he is such a profound person, and it's not something that you... I don't even think... Did you expect it the first time you talked to him? No, I, I've done a lot of these interviews over the years, and this was one that really... You kind of sat down and read, whoa, this guy has something to say. I like this. Uh, he made me think about music in ways I hadn't thought, you know? And I remember, like, after you did it, I'm thinking, told you. Like, I wasn't <laughs> expecting him to be that profound either, but I'm not surprised either because he just... Just how he writes his lyrics, there has to be something like that in his... Of that in his regular thought process from day to day as well. But anyway... Jasper Confessional headlined Stage AE on Tuesday night. I read your review. You you raved. It was a great show, it sounded. Oh, I love them so much. Um, the, he is just lovely. I mean, he. <laughs> it's just the set list was so, it was just so well crafted. And I know he, he has said this multiple times. He said it in the most recent um, interview that we had as well, that he doesn't do a set list. His set list they is air quotes in his manager writes it down uh, what they did the night before but yet the set list was the exact same <laughs> from the night before which is fine because it was a brilliant set list so I wonder how much of um, how much is planned and how much really is spontaneous now do I, I don't doubt for a second that if somebody screamed out one that he would just play it whether he played it the night before or not but according to your review he was screaming at a fan he was. It was a little frightening at first because he's a very mellow dude. Like, he just, you could tell he loves what he does, but he is very positive. Like, even in his lyrics, even the depressing ones, they're still mellow. And somebody was holding up his middle finger Ooh. at the beginning of the show during Vindicated of all songs, and he just stopped and started screaming. <laughs> Again, not in a hateful way, but it was a little... Not frightening, like I th he thought he was going to jump off the stage and do something. I don't mean it like that. But it was just odd to see somebody who is so, like, even keeled to, like, yell like that. And he's like, do you want your money back? Like, why are you giving me the middle finger? Like, blah, blah, blah. Get out of here if you don't want to be here. And then he went back and vindicated. He didn't even <laughs> miss the beat. But it was just, it was odd. But, um, yeah, he continued. And it was a fantastic set. He saved the best bitter ones for last, which... <laughs> I loved. Um, let's talk about the All-American Rejects, though, for a second. I only saw them once on Warped Tour 2010, and for that half hour, it was very good, very entertaining. It was. I, 
I must have underestimated Tyson Ritter because I was not expecting him to be nearly as good as he was. He's the lead singer. Um, but yeah, he, the whole show, they were on for an hour. And to be honest, the hour went by so quick and I was a little disappointed that it was over. Oh. I really could have stood to see. I mean, they did all the hits. They have, you know, several. They did everything and it was really good. And one interesting thing that I can't remember if I put in my review or not, there were more people for All American Rejects than there were for Dashboard. Well, they haven't played here a lot. Dashboard's it was the third summer in a row no. they've had fourth overall for Caraba because he was here in April with his other band Twin Forks. Perhaps that's a factor. I would say All American Rejects has a younger demo too, a little bit. Uh, I don't know because they're kind of up there as far as like how long they've been around. Yeah, I guess so. The, you're talking 2005 compared to like 1999 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But I mean, if they were. You know, graduating high school, they're almost 30 now. So, I mean, the fans, I mean. But, yeah, it definitely thinned out a little after. I mean, there were still a few thousand people there. It's not like he was playing for 20 people. But there were definitely – it was definitely more crowded for All-American Rejects, and it thinned out a little um, after they got off and then Dashboard performed. Hmm. So – which I guess leads me into Love It or Loathe It this week. Ooh, what are you loving? I – okay, you have seen Dashboard twice – Twice. twice in recent years, but twice total? That is true. Okay. Um, you're welcome now. <laughs> um, I feel like you, I finally wore you down. You Because <laughs> I, I talked about it fan. so much. You convinced me. Um, but yeah, he... They're my favorite song, and I feel like a lot of people's favorite songs is hands down. They always do it at the end, and it was just... And it's a beautiful... If you aren't familiar, look it up. It is a beautiful song. The po- It's just poetry put to music it is it is is so beautiful but um that was their um one and only encore and you know everybody is screaming along to the words because it is just such an anthem for that type of music and at the end you know he just kind of extends it live and it was just this really like sweet and soft sing-along and it, it was just really it was just something to see and i wish more people would have been a part of it to see it because like some people were fleeing to the exit and some were just planted waiting for him to finish and it was really cool yeah the beauty stage AE outdoor shows they always end at 11 o'clock or before 11 there's an outdoor curfew in pittsburgh so yeah if you're already there might might not stay till 11 o'clock yeah and i get that that lot across from ae can get a little troublesome getting out of but i didn't have it i didn't even have to wait i don't even think i had to hit my break i had to hit my brakes because there were pedestrians not because there was a traffic jam and the one thing i do like about ae is as you're walking to your car you can still hear it yeah but for something like that like you have to witness it because it is just there's just something so pure about it like it was just i don't know it was just a really cool cool thing to witness awesome I'm going to do a love, too. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start on the farm, believe it or not. Down uh, on the farm, old McDonald. Yeah, yeah, yo. Uh, farm Aid, we've talked about, is coming to Key Bank Pavilion and, and talk about a lineup. How about Willie Nelson, John Mellencamp, Dave Matthews, uh, Jack Johnson, Neil Cheryl. Young, Cheryl Crow, killer lineup, Avid Brothers. But uh, what's interesting, they were uh, scouting some farms in Beaver County last week. Uh, the, the or- not, not the artists, of course, but the organizers of this event are uh, going to be shooting some video for promotion. They want people to see what this is all about. Yes, it's an all-star lineup, but Farm Aid raises money, raises awareness for farmers, for small independent farmers who are fighting against the large uh, mega farms and, and just uh, government regulation, all, all these issues they have. It makes it tough to be a farmer. So they came to Beaver County. Well, I have a story on this in the Times, and uh, it's going to run in a couple of Sundays from now. But I, I, they were in uh, Farm Bell up by uh, North Swickley Township, and they were on a farm uh, sort of North, New Swickley Township. 
uh, both dairy farms, and they were they were talking to the farmers, getting their story. They they're going to report back to the the artist uh, about what's going on and what they need to address on stage. So uh, I, I thought it was interesting. It's not just a an all star concert, you know, an excuse to with the name farming. Yes, it's yes. actually aiding farms. Now here's a question: They were there. They were kind of scouting a little when you were there. What is that going to be for? Uh, specifically, it was the Windy Ridge Forum that I was at with them. They were going to use that uh, when they have, first of all, they have the big press conference, and they're going to, they have media from all over the country come to this press conference. They're going to show uh, four-minute video clips of several of the farms they visited, including the ones in Beaver County. Uh, they also are going to use that in other materials that will be like streaming on the website. Uh, so when people are clicking on learning more about Farm Aid, they'll be able to see these videos. So it's mainly for promotion. It's not going to be shown uh, during the concert. I asked that question. It won't be on the video screens. Uh, and then there's a question. They're, they're trying to get TV rights. It's always broadcast on, on some network. Some of that could be used there, but they haven't signed the final deal yet if it's going to be Access TV, MT Live, or whoever's going to carry the, the broadcast. But they have that option as well, showing some of this in the, the pre-show. Now, what was the farm you went to? Uh, there were two. The, Windy, the one I was on was uh, Windy Ridge. Uh, again, it's like North Swickley Township up in Riverside High School area. Uh, they also went to one, uh, and, and the name's failing me. It'll be my story, though, but that was the one in, in New Sewickley. So Windy Ridge and this other farm, are they going to get any f- funding or anything as a result of Farm Aid going to their farms, or are they just, because Farm Aid is so close to Beaver County this year, that's why they were there? That's a very good question. I, I didn't ask specific uh, if they're part of the funding or what. There are going to be farmer vendors at the show itself. You're not just going to go up and buy the typical cheese fries. Food. Yes, uh, it's going to be uh, all independent farmers that are, are mostly that you'll be buying products from. So uh, yeah, I'll have to find out if there's more uh, participation that way. You would assume they would do something for them because they're why their, else would they like bring the farm a name yeah. and then like oh we're going to use you in promotional but yeah but then they made the point they whatever Chris Farm Aid bounces around every year one year it's in Illinois one year it's in Virginia one year in Tennessee it's back in, in Burgestown this year they like to focus on the local farming and local farming issues and one of them is is fracking and how this is a complex issue they were telling me how uh, some farmers have to sell their rights because that gives them the money to afford to continue farming. So, But, of oh, course, wow. there's the environmental issues here. So, yeah, the bottom line, I'm, I'm glad they're doing their research on this, and it's cool to see them in Beaver County doing that. And I like that our actual local farms, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners have either utilized that farm directly or indirectly. I would recommend the strawberry ice cream was delicious. I was going to say the, stra- the chocolate strawberry yes. um, ice cream was delicious. And I was going to say, if you – it's going to be September. It's probably still going to be warm out. I'm wondering if that might be one of the vendors or one of the items that they would sell. I imagine that is going to be the freshest concessions <laughs> that you will ever get at a concert as far as the, I don't, I'm assuming some of the other farmers are meat farmers. Uh, yeah, they, they, or they, they do. Yeah, they have a variety. Yes. Yeah, or whatever. So like the, even the burgers or the vegetables, I imagine it would all be way fresher than the the canned cheese that we all love on cheese fries. So you'll you'll be learning things and rocking out at the same time. And I love that. I like that it's, I mean, Farm Aid, you always think of John Mellencamp. Like, he's kind of my the go-to, like the poster child for Farm Aid. But it's like, like Willie Nelson. Oh, see, I, I don't know, Mellencamp for me. But I like that it's actually more than just a concert. It's, you know, our some of our local farms might benefit greatly from this. 
I'll have all the details. In the yes, I'm excited story. to read that. So, and I guess that'll do it for this week. Thank you for joining us. As always, you can follow along on this podcast at timesonline.com slash podcasts or on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio by searching the Beaver County Times. We're always breaking entertainment news on our Twitter pages. I'm at my name, at Scott Tady. I'm a little more, I had to be a little more creative. There's far more Megan Millers in the world. Um, I'm at Maggie E. That's it. Yeah, I guess Thanks that'll for do it. Thanks joining us. We'll be back more next week. More entertainment to talk. Thanks for listening.